What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of The Sheehan Show here on Sherdog.com. My name is Sean Sheehan, and I am back with another edition of The Betting Show. And you know what? This is the perfect week for a Sheehan Show betting show, because what do we have? We've no UFC, we've no Bellator, we have PFL, and we have one championship. The two promotions I have been covering week in and week out here on the Sheehan Show for the last two years. So who better to give you bad bets <laughs> on, on these than me? So that's what we will, uh, well, we will attempt to give you good bets. We'll see on that next week. But um, yeah, I'm here and, and, and I'm, I want to talk about a few of these fights. And there's a few interesting fights. One or two I think I've picked out that are um, pretty good in terms of prices. So... We will uh, we will go through them and we will uh, we, will, we we will let you know what the, what the bet on. Do you know what I don't, I don't need these earphones? Let me take them off before we get started. Um, there are two very interesting cards. I'll be honest with you. The um, the one championship card in terms of high end um, prime fighters is probably slightly better. The PFL card in terms of um, the but the quality and quantity especially the quantity, I suppose, because there's so many fights on it, of prospects. It's not just better than this. It's better than most cards you'll ever see. It's top, top quality. If you're looking for prospects from a region uh, and the UK and Ireland, but also further into Europe, this might be one of the best cards ever in terms of a prospect card. This is a card I think you look at, and I said it on my preview for that show, in five years' time, you could see a few champions. You could see a few different things coming from this. If you haven't seen my preview for that show, if you haven't seen my preview for the Bell- uh, the, uh, the uh, One Championship show, please check them out. They're already up and posted here on Sherdog.com. So check them out. I've actually made one big change in my picks from them, and it's going to be one of my bets. So stay tuned for that. Just to, just to hit on last week, I don't really want to hit on last week, to be honest. Now, I was, as people might know, I was at the Bellator card last week, um, so I didn't get a chance to see the UFC live. I've only kind of seen highlights, so I haven't even seen these full fights live. Do you know what? They didn't happen. <laughs> these fights never happened. These bad bets were never given. But uh, yeah, we look, we had a few good, good weeks in a row, but last week certainly wasn't uh, one of them. We only hit one of our four bets, and that was Bryce Mitchell at minus 175. Fiziev, unfortunately, that was an injury, so we can maybe write that one off a little bit. Collier and Kavanaugh as well didn't end up winning. The Kavanaugh fight very close. Uh, Collier was robbed blind as well, wasn't it? I haven't seen the fight. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to say he was for the sake of my bets. And then the, uh, the fire was a parlay, uh, and although three of the, that parlay won, two didn't, so that didn't hit either. But we're back this week back to winning ways and we're going to give you a few winners here from both the pfl and from one championship so let's do it first bet so okay so there's a lot of irish fighters on the pfl card i i'm picking too far and two against right too far and i'm sorry too far and one against too far and one against so if you call me a bias towards the irish fighters i'm picking against an irish fighter here in one of my bets so i'm trying to call it as down the middle as i can the first fighter here well she's not an irish fighter she's fighting out of ireland valentina skatizi and this is the one i would give if she was fighting out of ireland fighting out of america whatever i think this is a real interesting price she's plus 105 here on the betting 
Um, and let me just make sure that is still the uh, the price as I was looking at these earlier. Yeah, it is still plus one or five here. Now, as I said, these uh, as I say every week, these might change the closer we get to the fights. And uh, John, my great producer, John Brannigan, will usually have the updated prices here when their video is released. So check that out. Probably underneath right where I'm talking about right now. Um, but plus one or five as I look at it here um, for her fight over at uh, PFL against Greg Ekut. Um and the reason I'm going for this is based on Skatizi's, um, based on two things, right? Her well-roundedness and her ability to wrestle hard, right? Uh, mixed with uh, Eckhart's ability, which I'll talk about in a second. But also, I think this price is as close as it is because of the experience levels. Um, Eckhart is what? 12 fights into her career, Skatizi's only had three, and she's only two and one. You know, it's very, very hard to pick someone who's only two and one against someone who's won seven fights in their career. You know, and it's uh, not to pick someone, but to, to give a betting line that way. There isn't much, you know, for the betters to go on. There isn't much for the better, uh, sorry, the, the what, what way would you put it? The, the, um, the, the betting companies to go on, the, the handicappers, whatever you want to call them, to make these lines on. But I've talked to a few people from SPG, and obviously I think I did an interview here with um, the, the champ over in Invicta, Danny uh, McCormick, and she, they've all said, on, it's not, this is not behind the scenes or anything, they've said it on interviews and different things, that Landina Scatese is a very good fighter, and you can see large glimpses of it in some of her fights. So let's say she had one, two or three more fights, and this was maybe a four and one, five and one, I think she might be closer to... Minus 200, maybe minus 250 in a fight like this against someone who we've seen a lot of before. Now, when I say we've seen a lot of great, she doesn't fight that often. Uh, I think she's a little bit undersized for the division. Um, she's a good jab and a good one too, but she doesn't have the best takedown defense. She's not the best on the ground. When she gets on top, she's good, and that might be an issue because I think Skadizi showed in one of her fights, she can get rolled a little bit and end up in the bottom, but I think... If she does get on top first, I think Great will find it hard to get on top of her. Um, and I really think that's that's the winning and losing of the fight. I think if Shevchenko, um, Valentina, <laughs> you know why I meant that. Was like, uh, if she can get the takedown, if she can get on top, I think she can win that fight, right? As well as that, if she can take away the jab, if she can take away the one-two, not make that a factor, even if it is on the feet, you know, I think I think she has a great chance of winning this fight. And like this is basically it's plus one or five, so it's it's basically a, a straight up, um, uh, straight up in terms of the odds. Although it's minus one three eight for great, so she's obviously you know more of a more of a favorite there to make the bookie some money. But I think it should. I think it should be definitely the other way around based on what we have now. And I think if it was a little bit different in terms of uh, having more fights under her, I think she would be a bigger favourite. Um, and that's that's kind of why I'm going for this. Like Skatizi, um, she looked pretty good in her, her last win over um, over Lizzie Jeezers, uh, Jeevers even. Um and she, you know, it was a split decision, but it was it was a 15-minute fight that she kind of needed, I think. Um, for someone who, in her previous two fights as a pro, was uh, finished in the first round, she'd only one fight go to decision, decision as an amateur as well. And I think that'll 
that'll stand to her and I think she'll be better here I think if she gets that early takedown she gets on top of uh, Ekut I, I think we're onto something good there and I like that prize plus 105 that's bet one of the week for Valentina Scatizzi bit of Irish bias there bit of Irish bias for the next one too but I think this is based on um, I think this is based on fact more than feeling if you want to put it that way and I'm going for Franz Malamba at plus 140 now I said it to Franz myself I interviewed him here if you haven't checked out that interview yet on Sherdog.com please check it out uh, not many people have but it's a good interview Franz is a great character and all but so I, I would urge anyone to please check it out um and I said it to friends on that, that this is a fun, even fight. Um, and when I said that, I, I meant it, but I also meant kind of like an even fight that you'll probably be this kind of the slight favourite for. I was thinking maybe minus 150 for friends, maybe minus 175, something like that. But for him to be plus 140 and his opponent to be minus 188, that's the reason I'm betting on this. That's the reason I'm giving this is one of my bet. This is, uh, and we, you know, we, maybe this is a, a thing for today because I'm giving you a few what I see as value bets, what what I see as price bets. Sometimes I give it to you best, and this person's definitely going to win the fight. This is not necessarily one of those. This is a relatively even fight, and look, it's a relatively even price as well. Don't get me wrong; it's it's not massive, but I think that what I think it should be to what I what it is. I think that's too big. I think that's too much of a move. I think France should be favoured. I think he's he has shown in his career that he's able to reach a higher level uh, so far than than um, than his opponent Francesco Nuzzi has reached. Although he is very good as well, and he's ten and one. Don't you know? Make no mistake about that. But you know, France has been in there. And he's beaten some very good guys. You know, he's beaten the likes of Corey Tate. He's beaten the likes of Dominic Wooding, Nathan Grayson. You know, he went to uh, he 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 was beating Ricky Bandez. He got caught in that fight, absolutely. But that sort of level of fighter and the people he was thrown in against over in combat is global as well. I I, I think. You know, if you're look, to look at Newsy's ten and one record, you know he's fought some good guys, but there's no one hops off the page at you with a, a standout name like Franz has on um, on his. So, I uh, and that's not that's you know that's not the winning and losing of every fight, right? It's not who you fought, it's who you are as a fighter. But having said that, at the same time, I do think Franz has a great ability to beat someone like Newsy. Like he's a fast, accurate southpaw, right? I wonder. <laughs> a guy who's been around SBG for a long time wonder would he have any experience sparring and fighting against fast accurate soapas <laughs> I think he might a little bit and you know as I talked to, to the friends about it he was a main trainer partner for McGregor for the um, for the um, the flight fight and many other fights before that and if not the main trainer partner one of the main training guys and he's trained a lot with Connor and, and being in SBG for a for a long long time so um, I I Southpaws are very hard for people to deal with a lot, but, you know, is he going to be a better southpaw than Conor McGregor, who he's used to dealing with? You can make your mind up for that. Um, I would say for Newsy as well, like, these two are not dissimilar. And I think, I, I think uh, the, the point I was making about the higher level, I think in a fight like that, I think the the experience against the higher level might just tell. Because, like, Newsy has met someone like... Sorry, Franz has met someone like Newsy before, but has Newsy met someone like Franz? Someone who hits hard, moves well, is hard to hit himself. 
is very fast, is good defensively. Now, sometimes, Franz, if you go for a big takedown, he'll jump on a guillotine and things like that, and maybe he'll play, New Zealand play into that, but he's more of a striker too. Um, and I, I, could, I, I see a lot of movement in this, and I see a lot of trying to impose your will on this. And Nuzi is the power striker, right? And he could, look, he could do to France what Bandeas did to France and catch him with a big shot. But that's not really happened other than that in France's career. France's career. He is the one who's been able to use his speed, um, get the, uh, land the shots that matter and kind of move around against, and this is another guy who kind of moves around. Like, we can almost rule out the takedowns in this, like, France has good takedown defense up until he kind of goes for that guillotine and we're like, oh no, France not again. Type of thing as a, a biased Irish person watching it. Uh, but he can defend the takedowns. I don't think Newsy will be going for takedowns. Like, he doesn't have the best takedown defense himself and he goes, he's good for, you know, he goes for subs and he's good for sweeps and stuff. But he's, like, he throws capoeira kicks. He's going to want to strike with France. France is going to want to strike with him and I think it's going to be a real, real, real good fight. I just think the speed, accuracy, and defensive ability of France Malambo is going to make that plus 140 bet look very, very nice. So I'm going for that in this one. The next bet I'm going for is um, against the Irish guy. Um, and I'm going for... I, I can never pronounce his name right, but... Alexander Shizov at plus 163 uh, in his fight with, uh, with John Mitchell. And again... I do think this is a relatively 50-50 fight, and I'm backing this based on the price. So we've taken bias out of it there in the last two fights. If it was the other way around, maybe in the France fight, maybe I do the same, but maybe, maybe not necessarily. This one, I think, is almost a dead-even fight with one guy at plus 163. I, I really think that's too much. I think this should be plus 110, plus 110. That's the start of the fight, I think, here. I think minus 225 for John Mitchell is way too much, I think. Now, I'm not saying that he won't win or... But this is, to me, the money bet. I think this plus 163 is an even better money bet than, than Franza plus 140 is, you know, the numbers may suggest. But I, I, I think it is anyway, regardless. Um, look, Mitchell, I was talking to someone recently about Mitchell and they were kind of saying, you know, because he lost one fight, he went out in the next, his next fight and he kind of um, improved different parts of his game. He was wrestling better, he's better on the ground. And they kind of made the point to me that the next time he fights, maybe people will forget how what good of a striker he is. And, you know, we're all kind of like, oh, we'll watch the last fight. This guy's a wrestler or whatever it might be. And, you know, you, you get where I'm going with that. Um, so there might be a touch of that in this that we might see a little bit of different things from Mitchell than we're used to seeing. And that could be a big part of it. But I, I think Shivas has... Um, Plenty in the tank, I suppose, to, to deal with that. Now, I, I'll say it again, a very, very even fight. Uh, a guy who's 7-1 against a guy who's 10-1-1. One one, you know, so the experience level even uh, is uh, is quite similar um, and all of that. You know, uh, Mitchell has maybe travelled around the world and, and, and won a lot. And, um, you know, maybe that'll stand him as well against an opponent like this. But I really do like Shivas' style as well. You know, he is that power striker. Um, the good work to the body. You know, Mitchell works well to the body himself. Um, I think the biggest issue here, right, and 
the reason why my bet might go wrong and you know right for the Irish away and, and right for Mitchell is I don't think Shivas has the best takedown defence in the world um, and if Mitchell can prey on that I think that is a big part of winning the fight even change things up and try to go for it but the word I've written in my notes here over his last two fights that I, I, I've watched is improving it's you look at the early fights and it's like oh this guy you have to attack the takedowns in the more recent fights, or, or even in at times in more recent fights, it's almost like, well, you know, maybe that's not the weakness it used to be, or as open a weakness maybe as uh, as it used to be. Um, and if he gets on top of that, it's it's massive for him. What he's been doing recently, what he's done in a few fights, he's stopped to take down and get on top, and he's really good on top, lands lots of shots. But what he is is a very good striker on the feet, fights in the pocket. Um, backs his opponent up and then he's very good at cutting off the cage and Lee landing with, uh, with with shots inside lovely combinations with his pressure like Mitchell's going to have to stop that pressure he's going to have to take him down I think and he's going to have to consistently take him down and that's, that's where I think the issue might be because I think I could see Mitchell winning the first round and then maybe going for a takedown in the second if Shiva stops it I think that's maybe where he could take it on maybe get you know maybe get the fight finished in to, in the second or third round or maybe win the decision but I do think this is the start of fight I do think if it does go to the decision I think it'll be close um, and when you give me someone at plus 163 in a fight that I think if it goes to the decision it will be close I'm you know it's hard to turn that down um, if so look Mitchell could take him down and get the finish on the ground, but I think Shivas on the feet is maybe more likely to get the, the finish. But yeah, as much as it pains me to, to go against the Irish guy, you know, this, this is a win-win for me. If we win, the bet is a win. If we lose, an Irish guy won. So it's a, it's a win-win for me. But I'm going for um, Alexander Shivas at plus one, six, three over there at the PFL. Right, let's talk about some of these... Uh, one championship bet so I have one bet from one championship and in the flyer as well from one championship um, I'm going for my first bet I'm going for Soyham to win at minus 154 um, I spoke in the previous show and wondered about the prices now these are um, these are very early prices because the prices always are always later for one championship so these might adjust a little bit but I saw in two places and they were bought around this, so minus one five four for uh, for Ham. I I said on the preview, but I just think it might be a little too soon again for Stamp. Um, like we know what Stamp is all about. She's about those quick power shots, those kicks to the body, landing that right hand. Uh, you know when someone gets away from her, the, her ability to close the distance with the shots, it's fantastic, and her leg kicks as well. But. Um, Again, the southpaw thing, and I mentioned earlier, you know, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure Stamp is, is used to fighting southpaws, but at that level, issue, issues in MMA, I'm, I'm not so sure. Um, you know, she's good takedown defense as well as Ham, um, but and her opening up and letting herself getting taken down at times is an issue against most people. But will it be an issue? against uh, Stamp I don't think it will be so she's good in transitions as well I think she can get maybe a takedown here against Stamp if she goes for one um, she's a very very fast starter you know and I, I mentioned on the preview but she turns into kind of a square striker and shortens her jab like I think that's where Stamp will maybe 
make her inroads if she does in this fight. But the lack of stamp maybe taking her down will allow her to conserve a bit of energy, will allow her to go and, uh, you know, I, I described it as a cyclone on the uh, on the previous show, will allow that cyclone maybe to go into the, the second and third round. And if that does happen, I think it's a very tough fight for Stamp. Like, Stamp needs to weather that storm. I think she needs to try in a takedown, honestly, early, even though, you know, Stamp is, is the... It is a very good um, Mai Tai fighter and a kickboxer and all of that, but I, I would I would throw one in there if I was sorry. I really think that's something she needs to do here uh, in this fight, but I don't think she will. And I think uh, I think it's a very tough fight for her, and I think Soi Ham will, uh, will end up getting the win here. And at that price of minus 154, I like it. I, I, think, I think Stamp would have to be... Um, a lot bigger of a price. Her her price is plus one two two. I think she'd have to be a lot bigger of a price than that for me to uh, to pick her in this one. So I am going for Ham to win in that one. Uh, and the flyer of the week is the one I have changed. Um, I, <laughs> I I released the video and I put it out and I kind of so the, the Sorelli Elliott fight is the one I'm talking about. And I'm going I'm going for Elliott to win by a knockout. Right. So the the Odds for that hasn't haven't been released yet. He's around plus three fifty, I believe, to win the fight straight up. So I'm gonna say plus five hundred. Um, check out the, the comment section below once the the actual prize comes up. I will update it, but I, it should be around plus five hundred to win by knockout. And I'm going for that. I said on the previous show, I thought, I thought Sorelli. Uh, look, Sorelli is a more well-rounded fighter. He's been around for a, a long time. You know, he can strike with a guy like Elliot. He's shown that in the past. Um, and he's also very good uh, on the ground and very good takedowns and all of that. I think the issue, and talking to a couple of people about it, I had kind of two people say to me, it's like, oh, I think you might be analysing the Sorelli of uh, 2015 and maybe even 2021 and maybe not necessarily today. And I went and back and I watched a couple of his fights and I'm thinking, mm, maybe that's fair. Like he did win a fight in 2021 and he got to finish there. But other than that, you know, if he's 40 years of age now. He's only fight, fought twice since um, since 2019. And he lost to Amir Ali Akbari last time out uh, with uh, an elbow TKO. So I, I'm changing up the pick, and I'm going for the the king of the north, 31 years of age, Paul Elliott. He's he's training in that beast of a heavyweight gym now with Aspinall, and uh, you know did did uh, Phil DeFreeze, the champ over in KSW, and all of those guys there, and a few a few people have said it to me like this guy is good, and they expect him to win via knockouts. Oh, you know what? I listen to people and I'm changing my mind and I'm go this is my flyer. I'm going for Paul Elliott, the the wild big striker who has won every fight so far by a knockout. I'm going for him to get the knockout, and that's my flyer. Around plus five hundred. Um I, Sir Sorelli will have to, I think, be a lot worse than he once was, but there is a feeling out there that Sorelli isn't what he once was. So I'm changing up the pick and I'm going for Paul Elliott to win via knockout around approximately plus 500 right let's run through the odds for the rest of the fights I will go to one championship first 
Um, Cooper and Avedi. Cooper is the underdog there, plus one one four, minus one five six for Avedi. Um, I do like Avedi there. The, the, the Can and Fylong fight, as I mentioned on the preview, is very close. Minus 110 for Can. Uh, Fylong is plus, sorry, minus 123. Um, I think that's just about right. I do like Fylong there, and I actually do like him at that price, so I would go for that one uh, in there. Uh, Loman and Lineker, minus 112 for Loman, minus 118 for, uh, for Lineker. Um... You know, I, I I said in the preview, I'm not too sure about this one, and I'm still not too sure about this one. I uh, I will maybe let you decide on it. Let me know in the comment section below who you think is going to win in this fight. But John Lineker's last fight, I was like, I was writing him off in the middle of the fight, and then towards the end, oh, John Lineker's back. So uh, we will see, I suppose. I, uh, do you know what? I'll go for John Lineker. I'll believe in him. Minus 118. Um, and then we have the two fights I mentioned. Uh, Ham minus 154. Stamp plus 122. And Sorelli minus, uh, minus 400 straight up. And plus around, I've seen him in two places. Plus 300 in one place. Plus 350 in another place. So we'll see on that Elliott price, as I said. Anyway. Right. Let's talk uh, about PFL and their price. And we'll run through them pretty quickly. This price is... Dumbe and, Z- uh, and Zebo minus one eight eight is all Zo- uh, is all um, Dumbe is, um, and I was a little bit surprised by that. I thought he was going to be like minus five hundred or something. That was going to be one of my bets. I kind of backed out and I was like, maybe I'm missing something here. And I know the I, I spoke about it. I watched watched some of of, uh, of Zebo and um, you know he he can fight. He's a well rounded fighter, and I did say he has a chance to win it, but. I I do think Dumbe will will stop the take down and, and knock him out. To be honest, so I'm yeah. I bought like that price and hated it at the same time. Like it's a, <laughs> it feels that price is just like tempting me too much. But I would bet on that. Since I released the preview, then the comment event has actually changed. Brad Wheeler is coming in short notice now, taking on the Lazy King minus eight hundred for him. So I do think he will win that. Uh, we spoke about the, the Shivas um, uh, Mitchell fight. Uh, Chanel Dyer is only minus four hundred. I like that price plus two seven five against uh, Lizzie Jeevers. Uh, maybe you could throw that into an Aka, throw into the parlay with someone else. You know. If you throw a parlay of let's see, let's let's do it and let's see what it is right now. This is the parlay I would throw at you. I would throw um, Chanel Dyer, uh, Simeon Powell, and uh, Dakota Decheva, and it's only minus two ten. We'll we'll throw we'll throw Ali Taleb in as well, plus one oh one. There you go. There's a four way parlay. That Ali Taleb price though. Let's let's talk about that fight next. Fight next. That price is way way too high. And what I mean by two, maybe two lows, he's minus two seven five. I think he should be around minus one fifty, maybe. I do not like that price at all. I hate it. I do think he'll win. I think he is one of the top prospects. But Kurshed Kakarov is a real top prospect. Also, that's a way closer fight than that is. Plus two hundred. I, I like. I would have given you that as one of my bets, but I don't. I, I honestly, I don't think he'll win. I believe in Ali Taleb so much, but that price is crazy. I think I do not like that price at all the other ones I mentioned look it should be an easy night for Simon Powell it should be an easy night for Dakota Decheva um, I like the Salamone in the fight a little bit surprised 
that in though is such a big underdog or a big favourite sorry at minus 200 but I think he should be just about the favourite uh, we talked about Ekut Skatizi and we have obviously talked about the Taleb fight uh, Luigi Van Narimi who fought Paddy Pimblett if I'm not mistaken he's a favourite minus 200 here Dylan Took the other Irish guy who I didn't mention earlier on he's the underdog a plus 140 over Jacob uh, uh, Kazuba um the way Dylan Chuk fought the last day, I don't know if there's anyone in this tournament he should be an underdog against. If you can fight that way again, I think he will win. Um, but uh, Kazuba is a very good fighter. I think that line is just about right. Just about right. But I wouldn't at all be surprised if Chuk made us, you know, made the line look foolish on on uh, on Saturday night. Um, obviously, we spoke about Nuzi Malamba. And uh, we spoke about the Cheva fight as well. So those are the uh, the bets for the week and the two big cards this weekend. Let me recap my five bets. I'm going for Valentina Skatizi plus 105 to win her fight over in the PFL. I'm going for Franz Malambo plus 140. I'm going for Alexander Shivas uh, at plus 163. I'm going for Soi Ham at minus 154 over in one championship. And I'm going for Paul Elliott to get the knockout at approximately plus 500 over in one championship also all right everybody please bet responsibly don't bet more than you can afford and even bet way less than you can afford take it handy enjoy the fights my name is sean sheehan for sherdog.com and i'll see you all next time <laughs>